up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Stip- Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. I said Stipple there for wow, a second. There you go. That. Steve Stipple. You are in a big funk. I'm not in a big funk. Just <laughs> <laughs> my golf game. <laughs> yes, you are. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, <laughs> early break. Hey, defensive we, there, Sam Jake. Cook, we had in the first hour. He was great. If you missed any of that from the former Husker and Ravens punter, 16-year NFL veteran, check it out on the pod- podcast page, theticketfm.com, or anywhere you get podcast from this show uh <laughs> i i really enjoy before we move on i really enjoy when people don't like the songs like how they describe <laughs> their thoughts on it i had a text from someone on on the song of the day johnny b by the hooters that said that was the first and last time i'll ever hear that song <laughs> wow i thought it was excellent yeah gus did not uh gus had several supporters in the text line for not liking that song is that right? But that's why we do it. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I'm just introducing some music to you. I thought it was that maybe tremendous. I thought it was tremendous. Well, you, that's, that's your sandwich song today, so. Yes. When you make your sandwich? Yeah. Do you still do sandwich songs? Um, Not as much when I'm not. You, I haven't you, been working. You were in a big Marshall Tucker band sandwich I did. for a while. Heard it in a love song. That was that, that every time that was a song? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was Heard It In A Love Song. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, heard it in a love song. Um, what else was I? I was playing a lot of cars for sandwich well, that's songs. A, that's a good choice too. Yeah, the cars are good. Um, a lot of petty. Playing ABBA? No, no ABBA. I thought you were going to play ABBA once. No, I don't think. What, I what ever about played. Waterloo? I like Waterloo. Yeah, it's a good. But song. it was never a sandwich song. Uh, oh, I was playing a lot of Bob Seger too. Uh, Bob Se- Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Um. But a lot of Marshall Tucker. Yeah, I went through like a seven-day stretch of Marshall Tucker. The same song. Yeah. Heard, heard it in heard a it love, love song. song. Yeah, well, good for you. Play that Play that song, Gus. You'll yeah, understand yeah, Gus, why I did that. Play that song back there. I'm trying to find this thing we're talking about next. Uh, Vegas four, Insider. Yeah, 464-5685, call or text as always. So Vegas Insider uh, was going through their odds for the upcoming season ahead. And we've already heard from FanDuel and William Hill Sportsbook about Nebraska's odds. They both have Nebraska at seven and a half wins for the over-under. Well, guess what, Sip? They were joined again by another place in Vegas Insider that is also putting Nebraska's over-under at seven and a half wins. And ESPN's Bill Connolly went through his game-by-game for Nebraska okay. and says seven and five for Nebraska, where they start off seven and two, lose the final three games mm. to Michigan Wisconsin and Iowa, but he has he has them starting off at seven and two. Well, if you look at Vegas Insider, okay. you'll note that only one team in the first nine games has a projected win total of over six point five. That's Oklahoma. Yes. So those first nine games, mm-hmm. seven and two, does seem very possible. Okay, I'm just saying. 
If you just look at Vegas Insider, there's one opponent in Nebraska's first nine that has a projected win total of 6.5 or higher. That'd be Oklahoma, which I think is a gettable game. Yep, I said it. I think that's a gettable game. I do too. Okay. See, it's a – okay, would you please listen to yourself sometimes? And I, and I got to do this too. If we're saying that Oklahoma's a gettable game – and Oklahoma's projected to win 9.5. Aren't you essentially saying that Nebraska must be pretty good? Yes, that's what you're saying. So so I'm just asking you, and I'm asking myself to, be good. to listen to myself. You must think they're pretty good because you, boom, said, yeah, I, I agree. You don't have to think about it. I said it's a gettable game. You said, I agree. I, it, it is gettable. But I... Well, if Nebraska were a bad team, if you thought Nebraska was a bad team, you wouldn't say that like that. Well, that's why last year's weird because they weren't a bad team. They went three and three, went three and nine. Though. Exactly. Very complicated discussion. But in some th- ways. you have a team that needs to overcome its issues closing out games quickly, and that's not just against Oklahoma. That's Northwestern. That's the first got to close. That's out. North Dakota. That's Georgia Southern. I mean, those are games that where yeah. Does are, Whipple help that? I don't know. I, I, you'd like to think so? Does I'd a- like to think so. Does Adrian moving on help that? I love Adrian. You know that. I don't know. Who's the biggest Adrian defender in this market? You. But I, when I say that, I, he, he wasn't great in the clutch. Now, some of the reason he wasn't great in the clutch is because they saddled him with so much. But now those days are over. And, and you know who's going to saddle him now, by the way? Kansas State. Talked to one of their writers okay. uh, Friday. Talked to their their rivals dot com writer, um, and you know I didn't know this. Now you, I know what you're going to say. You're not surprised because okay. if I walked well, in here see. with a horn po- poking out of my head, you'd say you're not surprised. Um, he's the man. Sure. He's the well, man. What did you expect? I didn't know it why for should sure. I not be surprised about that? <laughs> I didn't know oh, that sorry, for why sure. Why should I right. be surprised? I mean, right. why should I, I know, be surprised? I know surprised? what you mean. Because I, I didn't know they've just handed to him. Well, I don't know if it's handed to him. It's handed to him. He's it's, he's the starter. It's a four year. He's starter. throwing the ball well. Yeah. He started throwing the ball in in last month, um, throwing it well. Going into camp, he's their guy. He's going to line up. You know what else? This is scary for Nebraska, by the way as an offensive line that they like, and Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm very curious about that situation. He's got things he didn't have at Nebraska, an O-line and a running back. But he doesn't have a great core of receivers. Oh, he can still run the football, though. Yes, he can. So, yeah, Adrian Martinez will be Kansas State's starting quarterback. I don't think anybody in this market is surprised to hear that. Well, I, that was I didn't the know expectation. It. I didn't know Well, the one – the one thing I wondered about is if he was going to be able to come off his injury in time. So he's fine. Yep. He's fine. He's well, throwing. And he'll be Nebraska fans will be tracking Kansas State closely. They, sure year. they will. They sure will. Maybe not as sure much. they will. They might not track it as much if Nebraska comes out hot and has a good season themselves. Right. Oh, and you and Casey Thompson's good. All right, well fine. Good for both parties. It's here. a subplot. It is a subplot. How how much of a subplot? I'd like to say this regarding, okay, so if, going back to the game by game, Bill Connolly, ESPN, so Vegas Insider. Yeah, yeah go to Connolly. I don't have this on Vegas Insider has Nebraska at 
wins over under. Bill Connolly, ESPN, the SP Plus guy, has Nebraska at 7-2, and two, entering the final three games and losing to Michigan, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Here's my take. You can write down, write down, put, take it to the bank. If Nebraska is 7-2 and two to begin this season, they will beat, for sure, one of Iowa or Wisconsin. They will not lose both those games. Take it to the bank. Because you know what? The problem here the last five years has been they've entered those games concerned about can we get to a bowl game or do we have a chance to get to a bowl game. Now they'd be in contention to actually do something, and they'd be in a bowl game. You only get one of those games at home. I'm tell, I'm just saying. You just get Wisconsin. Take, if, if this is this all hinges on if they start seven and two or if they're bowl eligible. How about this? If Nebraska is bowl eligible by the time they play Iowa or Wisconsin, take it to the bank. They will beat one of those teams. This I don't year. know how you can be so definitive. I'm just saying, take it to the bank. <laughs> I'm just. I'm not being. I'm just asking. Hey, how about that for me I, I being would, positive? Hmm? You are being how positive, about that? but I don't. It seems misguided. Mm. There's so much you don't know about the team. There's so seen, much you don't know about Iowa and Wisconsin. I've seen the I've seen Iowa games the last few years where Nebraska has missed bowl games, didn't know how to win or close games, where Nebraska probably should have won a couple of those. The Cam Taylor Britt muffed punt at Iowa, two, you know, last two years ago, last season, finding a way to lose while you're winning the whole game, having a punt blocked for a touchdown, effectively ending the entire thing. You found a way to lose that game. You were winning. You looked good. Like they've they've had a chance to have Iowa's number and just given it away. If they have won they have. six games by they the have. time they play them, I'm telling you, they will beat it's time to be one done. of those teams, if not both. Do I need to remind you what Wisconsin's running back did against Nebraska last year? Well, if Nebraska has won six games by the time they play and they believe that they're, they know the postseason's in play, they still probably have aspirations of winning the West. And Nebraska has fortified up front. It has. There's no doubt about it. They've gone into the portal and fortified their defensive line to a point where you actually feel pretty good. Can I say that? Can I say that? With the additions of O'Shawn Mathis, Devin Drew, and Stephon Wynn, add to that, which we never talk about. We don't talk about Nash Hutmacher enough. You know, can he get 10 snaps, 15 snaps a game, 20 snaps a game? Colton Feast is a critical player in that conversation with Ty Robinson. They might have enough. If Mosai Newsom, if a guy like Mosai Newsom rises up, there might be enough there against the run now. Remember what I what, remember that spiel I went on a couple weeks ago where I kind of like the pass rush now. I like the dogs they got. When you add O'Shawn Mathis to Caleb Tanner and Garrett Nelson, I kind of like those dogs as pass rushers. But I wondered about the run stopping part. Now, okay, you have fortified it, and Garrett Nelson's part of that conversation. I, you know I'm a huge Caleb Tanner fan. I just love him. I love him as a player. He's undersized. But now you don't need you don't need to play him down and you don't need him necessarily to be a run stopper. God, I love I, I just love the way he plays. I'm, I'm shocked that that sentence came out of your mouth right there. What? Because how many times do you harp on players being undersized? I know. Especially receivers. I mean, I know that this is different. We're talking about a rusher here. I just like Tanner's motor. 
I just love his motor. Because you have been the biggest harper on the size of receivers at Nebraska. I know. Or players in general. Okay, now think of something else about I'm this. I'm shocked that you said that. I get it. Think, think about something else when you look at these Vegas insider projections. What you see is that the West is wide open. You see Wisconsin projected at 8.5. Not 9.5, 8.5. Big difference. You see Iowa at 7.5, right along with Nebraska. Purdue, for some reason, wasn't projected. Minnesota, 6.5. Why is that projected? I don't know. Purdue wasn't projected for some reason. Yeah, check it. It, uh, You know, if you go by Vegas Insider, you, you come away with the notion that the West is wide open, if you didn't already know it. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Purdue. You're yeah, Purdue's not projected. Much. Minnesota's projected at 6.5 wins mm-hmm. by Vegas Insider. Iowa, 7.5. Nebraska, 7.5. Wisconsin, 8.5. It's wide open. Other teams in the big in the West, Northwestern, 4.5. Okay. Illinois, 4.5. No Purdue. And then we, for some reason, Purdue's yeah, I don't not on. I don't, I don't know, know where Purdue's at. They're not on here, though. I can confirm. Not on I here. I don't know why. Um. Yeah, but that that's why I'm saying it. I I feel I know it's risky to say that, but if Nebraska's bowl eligible going into one of those games, or both those games, they're going to end one of those losing streaks. I'll guarantee it. You heard it here first, 725. That's an if. Okay, that's so only if they're bowl eligible at that point. If they do, if they're bowl eligible at that point and then beat one of those teams, Frosty will be back. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. What could happen? How could happen? Is my is my take ridiculous there or not? Uh, it's I think it's my guarantee. I only say it's misguided because I don't think you know a lot about Iowa or a lot about Wisconsin, and we don't know a lot about Nebraska. I know a lot about Iowa. I <laughs> we know, just don't know no, a lot. That's Jake. true. That's what. That's There's what, just a lot okay, we don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's the if. I don't know a lot about Nebraska, but that's why if they are bowl eligible, that's why I feel like they're going to end the streak. I mean, I, I, got I we know Iowa. We know Iowa. What what don't we know about Iowa? Um, oh, we know a lot about them. We, I know we a lot know about Iowa. Wisconsin. Yeah. Iowa's the same every year. They uh, just beat you. They know they, how to beat you. I mean, the, the, what we know is they lost their three interior offensive linemen. Um, that center, who's whom you can name. What's his name? Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah. He was a draftee, drafted fairly high, right? First center off the board. Um, they lost their two guards around him, okay? They lost Tyler Goodson. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to re- they have to replace some pretty good receivers um, on defense. I'm not, they, uh, I'm not I can't remember exactly what they got. Wisconsin lost a ton on defense. They have Graham Mertz back, Braylon Allen, um, re- receivers good. They lost Jake Ferguson at tight end. Big big loss. Um, we yeah, you're right. We know. I mean, I don't want to act like we don't know we anything. Know. And Nebraska's an interesting team because. We know a lot about them because we fixate on them 365 days a year. We know a lot about Nebraska, but there's a lot we don't know how it's going to come together, right? How's it all going to come together on offense? God dang, though. I feel good. I feel good about – you know what I feel good about? Eric Chenander. I feel good about Chins because I know Chins, his defense has gotten incrementally better. There hasn't been a – why are you laughing at Well, the, the text line, is they, they know you say Graham wrong, and they just – they always laugh about it. Listen. Graham. 
listen, Chenander's defense has gotten incrementally better. It hasn't made a big jump. What if it makes a big jump? With these, with the injection of O'Shawn Mathis, Devin Drew, Stephon Wynn, added to the players they have. I need to read a text Tommy regarding Hill. that. Tommy Hill at corner. Deshaun Singleton. Okay. Maybe Kane Williams. Wet blanket. Okay, wet. Yes. We need a wet blanket. Yeah, we this. do. We're, we're, this is too optimistic. It's getting, yeah, it's getting is, out of control. Is, the Kool-Aid is yeah. sugary. Here comes a big old dose of water to the Kool-Aid. Okay. Yeah. Wet Blanket says this uh, at 464-5685. Sip just named a guy that has played 10 snaps per game at Nebraska. Hot mocker. Nash. A guy who played in seven games at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Stephon Wynn. Ty oh, no, Rob- he played more than that. He played more seven games in 2021. That's what I think what he means. Okay, seven games in 20. Ty Robinson and two other guys that ha- who have not played any meaningful college snaps. This sounds a little like last year's downhill running game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's, listen, some of that's just the nature of college football now, right? I mean, it's not 1999 anymore. You're not throwing guys out there that have been, you've been getting ready since they were freshmen. Kids are moving. Also, uh, again, I'll address this. Sip does not know how to say Graham. It's just textures accept it. It's great. It's, this show is Graham Mertz. What do you want me to say? Just keep just just keep it Graham. You don't. Your brain does not work properly to see Graham as Graham. Graham. It's great. It's Graham. I just want you to talk to him in a post game <laughs> press conference. Like you speak about him normally, just hey, Gra- hey Graham. Um, <laughs> put it hey, that Graham. way. It sounds hey Graham, uh, what happened on the interception <laughs> in the third quarter? What would Jeff Patrika say of the Milwaukee what Journal Sentinel? Would you say <laughs> Graham? Well, Graham, sorry. Hey, Gra- hey Graham. All right, stop. Just putting it out there. Uh, you're, yeah, and I, I'm, I apologize a little bit for saying that you don't, you lack knowledge on Iowa, Wisconsin. You, you know some. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But, and you know what? We do, when I say that, it's just because I don't know exactly what their two deeps lo- looks like, but we do have a lot of residual knowledge about Highland, Wisconsin. I mean, we just know a lot about those programs. So, yeah, I don't want to act like we don't know. I mean, Braylon Allen's got to be stuck in your brain, though. Well, he's still running in there. Yeah. I, I think I have freaked people out by my optimism this morning. Yeah, by by the guarantee that Nebraska will beat Iowa or Wisconsin if not so that's, that's if they are bowl eligible before those because games. you're you're talking about momentum in the program because those are prog- those are teams you have not beaten since 2014 for Iowa and 2012 for ne- Wisconsin respectively that's incredible isn't it and Nebraska has missed five straight bowl games that's why I said the guarantee is only on if Nebraska has six plus wins before they play those okay teams. um on another front we talked about Adrian um Marcus Washington Texas receiver the Texas receiver who started seven games at Texas had 18 catches last season you know catching balls from Casey Thompson I I'm I don't know how to read this well I kind of know how to read it He's not he hasn't joined Nebraska's program. I think he wants to. This might be a case. I don't know if if this will I don't know if this marriage will work or not. I don't know if it's going to happen. I think it's I think both parties have to want to do it. I'm not sure both parties want to do it. That's all I'm going to say about it right now. 
I don't know if it's going to happen what, or not. Which party is? Well, I just less don't know if Nebraska. I think Nebraska. I don't know if Nebraska's gonna would. I don't they're, know. They're less interested than. Well, I think I think that's that's the way I'm reading it. That's the way I'm reading it. Um, now that might it might be sealed today. I don't, but I'm not right now. Based on what I was hearing last night, I would not expect that. So I don't know if they'll there'll be an addition of Marcus Washington at the receiver position. That's uh, it. Good. Last thing before we get to break, and Robert Washington, Michael in Carolina, agrees with me. Okay. He says uh, on my guarantee. Yes. That if Nebraska ha- is bo- eligible going into those games, they will win one of Iowa or Wisconsin. He says. He says I agree. Less pressure on the back end. Okay. You've got your goal. I mean, it, see how your health. See, you know, you got to. You wonder about the team's health at that point. Um, that's, that's why the guarantees. You know, that's. But you also would wonder about Iowa's health and Wisconsin's health. Yep. Can they possibly go to Ann Arbor and win Nebraska? Can they go to Ann Arbor? And, I'm, I'm, I think they could. I mean, they just pushed Michigan to the limit last season. Pushed them to the absolute limit, right? Had a chance to win the game. Great chance to win the well, game. Well, Nebraska's seven and two going into that game. They feel good about themselves. Yeah. Why can't we beat Michigan? Why, sure. Let's do Might it. Might be a day game. Love to see a noon kickoff in Ann Arbor. Yes. Oh, I'd love yes. to see a noon kickoff yes. in Ann Arbor. Wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. Maybe you head up there. Although they, they did win at nighttime before. Right? They, well, when when, they started when, when Tommy pitched that yeah. ball to Tom Mirab doing he yeah. snuck in, in the yeah. corner. I think that was a late afternoon late start. Okay. Yeah. But it ended in the dark, though. Yeah, it ended it in ended the dark. Ended in the dark. Yeah. Robin Washit next on early break on the ticket. <laughs> 